This podcast is brought to you by the Alien Soda Company. Your connection to pop culture and paranormal themed merch. AlienSodaCompany.shop for all things out of this world. All right, let's dive into the fascinating world of the Mothman. Let's talk about it on this episode of the Paranormal Mind Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Paranormal Mind Podcast. Thank What's you so up, much, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much for listening and joining us. Uh, we talk about it all the time, but uh, you're all on this journey with us, and we really appreciate you tuning in week after week. So good, man. Good. We're, we're just trudging along, you know. Uh, so real quick, if you haven't joined our Patreon, join our Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash Searchers Believe. We're trying to get to 100 Patreon members, and then we're going to do that all-expensive paid trip to come investigate with us at a haunted location. <laughs> all-expensive. <Yeah. laughs> all-expensive. Did hey. I say all-expensive? You did, but it's well, fine. It's true. It is it's true. true. All-expensive, yeah. but all-expense paid. But I was telling, I was right the first time. It's yeah. going to be very expensive, but you know what? It's worth it. For us, not for you. Right. Yeah. It won't right. be expensive for you at all. Right. So, but you know, we, I, I get feedback all the time. I know you guys do too. Uh, I wish y'all were closer. I wish yep. you were on uh, the West coast. Nobody's ever said that to me. Really? It's cause well, you're not on social media. Ever. Yeah, that's true. Maybe or I wish I had, I wish I had the money. That's my, that's what it is. Sure. Or, <laughs> with that. or I wish I had the money to attend one of your events. But with this, uh, if you sign up for the $25 a month tier, that's like 300 bucks for the year. You know, this trip is going to be, you, you'd be paying for four years to equal what this trip is going to be anyway. Oh yeah. So it's well worth the money, but it's something where we want to give back to all of you and we want to do something. So we're going to do these drawings twice a year. And then if we get to like 200 Patreon members, we'll add another trip in Mm -hmm. because these trips take a lot of planning. They take a lot of money. So we got to kind of space it out a little bit to make sure that it makes sense and make sure that everything is good. And on top of these trips, we are always doing live streams. We're filming for our YouTube series. uh, Doing behind the scenes stuff convention yeah. recording the podcast recording so the like bar, yeah. giveaways all yeah. kinds of stuff we have to space them out because of that as well so all right so the mothman we're going to talk about it this creature has, cap- has captured Who? our imaginations like few others who's the becoming mothman? a modern american myth yeah, tell me it? about the mothman no that refuses to fade away so what's the deal with the mothman and why are we so obsessed well he's a moth and he's a man yeah, he's the Mothman. And I recently learned yesterday he's got a he's got a fat old ass. <laughs> Thick ass. Let me tell you something. Anybody who's been to Point Pleasant, West Virginia, who's seen the Mothman statue, Look the at Mothman the dump truck on that thing. The Mothman <laughs> has a badonk. He's got a fat old ass, and that's all I need to know. My question is: Is why are you staring at the Mothman's ass? Because he's got an ass crack that will not. Yeah, quit. you could credit you could credit card that thing all day. Credit card swipe swipe approved. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if you if you're listening to this and you've never seen the backside of the Mothman statue, I highly oh, recommend googling. So that thing. yeah, so don't listen to all the the 
factual stuff right. that we talk about. Go Just worry about the Mothman's ass. ass and go check it out. Uh, yeah. I mean, what the yeah, you see if it? that if that's not enough to get you to book a a, a hotel in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to go look at <laughs> I don't that know what will ass, be. Then I mean, nothing will. You say that, but when you get there, you're gonna be like, damn, that's a that's fat a ass. Fat. I've seen them. I've seen. They're them. right. All right. All right. All right. So let's get into it. All right. It all started back in the late 1960s in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The first sightings of this winged enigma emerged, leaving witnesses bewildered and intrigued. So picture this. There's five dudes digging a grave in a cemetery, and suddenly they spot a massive winged creature with glowing red eyes. Talk about a chilling experience. But that was just the beginning. The Mothman sightings multiplied, and theories about its origin ran wild. Some believed it was a foreboding omen, a harbinger of doom. Others connected it to extraterrestrial life and UFOs, throwing men in black into the mix. Of course, skeptics dismissed it as a hoax or mere mass hysteria, but that didn't stop the Mothman from leaving his mark. Now, here's where things get really intriguing. The Mothman sightings coincided with a tragic event, the collapse of the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant. This catastrophic accident claimed 46 lives and two bodies were never recovered. Writer John Keel, who had a penchant for the paranormal, linked the bridge collapse to the Mothman sightings in his book, The Mothman Prophecies. He spun tales of premonitions and connections to UFOs igniting widespread interest. And boy, did the Mothman frenzy take off. Point Pleasant became a hotbed of curiosity, with tourism soaring and a yearly Mothman festival drawing thousands of enthusiasts. They even erected a towering statue of the creature, which we've been talking about <laughs> as badonkadonk ass, embracing their menace and turning it into profit. It's amazing. The Mothman's influence expanded beyond West Virginia, too, with alleged sightings popping up worldwide. Some folks claimed it was present at Chernobyl and even during the 9-11 attacks. Now, let's tackle the burning question. Is the Mothman real? Or is it just a figment of our collective imagination? No. Well, there are a few plausible explanations. That it's real. Early reports describe the Mothman as bird-like, with its fiery red eyes as a focal point. Some scientists suggested it could be a large heron or a sandhill crane, possibly mutated by the toxins from the nearby TNT TNT area. Hell yeah. yeah. That would be even cooler. Another contender could be owls with their surprising wingspans and eerie red eyes. And we talked about this before with like um, the UFO sightings, the aliens, uh, the same thing. But those uh, those owls are some freaky shit, especially at night. Hey, if you've never seen a baby owl, look it up. (laughs) Look it up. terrifying. It's an alien. All right. But here's the kicker. Okay. Mass hysteria likely played a role in the Mothman phenomena. When a community experiences a disturbance, it can trigger an unconscious response leading to the creation of urban legends and folklore. So perhaps a few startled souls encountered a peculiar bird and the collective imagination conjured the Mothman to explain the inexplicable. I mean, is it any weirder that it would be a bird that's been deformed by... Right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's still pretty crazy. I mean, that's likely that's where still, Mothman but, came from. But, here's the thing, but why yeah, are we... still well, a cryptid. Right, yeah. right. But why are we still captivated by the Mothman after all these years? It's the allure of a good mystery. Oh, it's that fat we, ass. We, <laughs> or that fat ass. We love it. We love exploring. We love exploring the shadows, indulging in speculation, and embracing the unknown. Folklore and legends have a way of enchanting us because they tap into our innate desire for entertainment and wonder. Enchanted, all right. So, so whether the Mothman, you're like a little kid. So, so whether the Mothman is genuinely an entity or a product of our imaginations, one thing's for sure: it has secured its space in our cultural tapestry forever. 
intriguing and leaving us with a sense of wonder. And hey, maybe that's precisely what the Mothman wants us to think. For sure. Ray and Josh, too. I know y'all know a lot about the Mothman. Is there anything interesting about the Mothman you want to talk about? Richard Gere was in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's all I got. That is not where I thought it was going. He actually played John Keel in the movie The Mothman Prophecies, which was one of the movies as a kid that creeped me out. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. It's a good movie, yeah. It's a good movie. But yeah, and I, I, I firmly believe that the Mothman was probably just there to warn them that the bridge was going to collapse of like yeah. shoddy, shoddy. What do they call it? those? Harbingers? Harbinger yeah, like a sign. Yeah. yeah. He's an omen. So, yeah. so, but okay, even if there was a warning and this Mothman was there to warn, what do you think it is? Like, what do you, uh, other than just calling him the Mothman, what do you, you just think he's some heavenly creature he's that an came angel. down? An angel, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's probably some mutation that came from that area of some animal person. <laughs> so, so, well, hold up. So we jump from, oh, it's an angel. It's uh, an angel. some mutated yeah, bird. It's some freak. <laughs> <laughs> That's opposite end of the spectrum. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so, so, as some mutated I have, reason, I have two things to say. First, 46 people died on that. And they yeah. only... And two of them were not recovered. Two of them were That's never pretty found. impressive, though. Yeah. Not being able to find only two out of 46. Because a lot... You know, a lot more than that fell in the water. They had to have. The bridge was full whenever it collapsed. Yeah. So the, because, I, in fact... Like, kudos. When you, when you go to Point Pleasant, where I stayed, I... St- And so, like, you can throw, like, a rock and, like, hit Ohio from yeah. Point Pleasant. So, like, I actually drove across the Silver Bridge to get to my hotel. So, it was the same exact bridge Let me that ask collapsed. you, did you think that, man, this thing could collapse? Oh, yeah. That my, both minute. of my sons were like, isn't this the same bridge? I was like, <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. We're going to yeah. hang out here. They built it back better and stronger. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. There's, second, like, there's different color bridges up there in, in that area. Like, each bridge, yeah. like, a silver bridge. I think there's a yellow bridge, a red bridge, a green bridge. So, like... The Second thing is, I want to shake the hand of the guy that sculpted that moth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're still about that ass, aren't you? He's, he's been a he's been a good amount of time. Yeah, detailing that ass, or maybe but you like spent that. a lot of time like looking at the ass. But the well, town the town really mm. embraced uh, the Mothman after everything happened. I mean, the museum's there, the statue's there. They embrace something. Yeah. And I mean, and it's crazy too because not even two hours away, there's another like super famous yeah. cryptid, yeah. the Flatwoods monster. That- yep. The other thing about this, uh, this is Appalachia, and I recently learned, and this is probably dumb of me, um, that the Appalachia area actually is like billions and billions of years old. Do y'all know that? No. Those mountains, the reason that they're all round and everything is because they have been flattened and rounded like three times now. So over time, so if, if mountains are sharper like rocks, they're actually younger in lifespan. I had no clue. And this is what happens when your wife reads a gazillion books, yeah, right? It is. So so the Appalachian Mountains are actually insanely old. Like they have existed. So what do you think? There's creatures there, out there man. that we haven't even discovered yet it, because it, it, of the age of I the mountains heard, in yeah, the area I mean, or what? There's some crazy stories yeah. out there in Appalachia. And I think you can visit you can visit the TNT area too. Where, you can. So. Well, if you find somebody that knows where it is, yeah, yeah. they'll take you out there. Yeah. So have they had any modern day sightings of the Mothman? Yeah, they, there was just one. I don't know how long ago it was, but there was one in Chicago where 
where a, a woman and her daughter uh, saw the Mothman flying yeah, over wasn't that O'Hare, O'Hare Airport, Chicago, the whatever So it's was there it. any incident that happened shortly before I or after? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Maybe. Because if if the Mothman is like a harbinger or like, you know, to warn, right. um, wouldn't that coincide with that yeah. and yeah. if you're only seeing it fly around you know this takes you know, you know if he's a harbinger of doom then you go back to like uh sirens and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah. um they were they also fall in that same category which i think is pretty cool so honestly I, and i know ray you were saying yeah angel or whatever do you honestly believe it's like an angel no, no. so what are your thoughts i mean honestly it's either and why like don't I'm, why don't you think it's an angel? Because you don't believe in. I them. mean, I just, send me an angel. Well, because if you look at like what a biblical angel looks like, it's horrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah, well, the Mothman, be not afraid. Look, the Mothman <laughs> from from accounts is not like the statue with the badonk donk ass either. Yes, uh, it like is. it's a freaky looking. <laughs> it's a freaky looking thing. Still, right. it's like the 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 creeper from Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Dude, which is also based off of like some true stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's not an angel and if it has intelligence to actually warn people of like, well, I mean, that's doom, if you, if you believe that it was there to warn and it wasn't just coincidence or was there and caused it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to believe that he's a harbinger of doom because I think that's cool. Yeah. He either, he either warned them that the bridge was going to collapse. He caused the bridge to collapse. Or he just or shows up. It just happened. It just happened at the same time. And, and why do you think the story? has continued on you think it's just because of our fascination with with the unexplained i think because anytime there's a catastrophe people there's there's going to be the people who believe that it was an act of god there's gonna be the people that think it was just a terrible accident and then there's gonna be people that want to stick something paranormal or something strange with it and it just so happened that a couple days before this bridge collapsed there's two teenagers that saw it and then the guys digging the grave saw it i mean multiple people saw it over the span of like a week before the bridge collapsed. maybe maybe something that falls like in the realm of like angel of death or grim reaper or something like that it shows up because people are going to die oh that's a good point too yeah because you know how strong those wings would have had to have been if it had been like a seven foot tall like man yeah flying around yeah for sure i mean it would have had to have some ungodly wings attached to it especially to carry that ass <laughs> jeez <laughs> Oh my God! This these podcasts always take a turn. Like we have Josh over here, freaky Josh, drooling over a cryptid's ass. Like, and then Ray talking about the ass crack of the ass. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, somebody when they sculpted that thing, they spent a fair amount of time on that ass. That thing is detailed. It is. Have you never seen it? I've seen it, but I mean, I'm I'm not talking about it for twenty minutes. Well, the fact that you're not amazed by it. Worries me. <laughs> it's a person that sculpted an ass. I mean, I don't. What else am I supposed but to suppo- say? But it's if not he just put, ha- he should have put a little more detail in the rest That's of right. it, and a little less detail into the ass. If so, he didn't want so people talking the, about do the it. flat. Does the Flatwoods monster have a flat ass? No, I don't know. No, it's got like it's like a round. Is there it looks a statue like it's wearing a dress? All right. So again, I need y'all are looking at cryptids. The Flatwoods, the Flatwoods monster, the Flatwoods monster reminds me a little more of the aliens from. Um, Independence Day. Okay. Yeah. Similar to that. But it almost looks like they're in their own little uh, craft. Like they have their own little flying saucer that it's inside of. I feel like they'd be like cute. Yeah. But like, I think l- they're little, evil. Oh, 
Okay, that's fine. So here's a question. Like if we had the opportunity to meet the Mothman, not to me, I would sign me up. So would y'all actually go? Because Ray, you know, you were talking about as a child, Mothman prophecies, it really freaked you out and scared you and stuff. Um, Would you have some hesitation if we had the opportunity to investigate in an area where a Mothman was sighted? No, because ghosts freaked me out as a kid too. And now look at us. Right? Here we are. Well, true. I true, mean, I'm but, just saying, but, like, you can't, like... But our understanding of what we think ghosts or spirits are is a little bit different than, like, a cryptid creature that could come out no, and, I like, absolutely, tear you apart. I would absolutely go on a cryptid hunt. So, you know, that goes to say, I, I want to see if we can try to set that up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, shoot, yeah. Look, we can, go, we can go to the Pacific Northwest, and, I mean, we'll be there, technically, in the next month or so. Yeah. We can, I know, man. If we could spend, like, weeks out there, so yeah. many things we could check out well and and that's the goal in the long term is to get out there where we can go on this search and bring you along for the journey yeah everywhere we go yeah. you know like right now because of our schedules and everything and what we're doing it makes it difficult but if we have time we're freed trying. up and yep, it's not you know the nine to five and everything else doesn't get in the way then we can actually go out and produce a lot more content and do a lot more stuff and that's kind of why we push the patreon and stuff it's not begging for money but you know you supporting us really helps us get out there and bring you along maybe show you things that you haven't seen before maybe yeah. you get to see the badonkadonk ass of the mothman see yeah. you know you've that, heard, maybe you've, you've never seen it how many maybe episodes have you watched you. about the mothman and none of them talk about his ass yeah disrespectful <laughs> i think it's disrespectful how much you talk about it but is it He's probably cheering us on right now. That or he's waiting until you walk outside. Yeah. <laughs> Take me. <laughs> freaky Josh. Hashtag Freaky Josh. I think that needs to be a thing because you're yeah. making me a little bit uncomfortable right now. Uh-uh now. <laughs> Watch where those hands go. Jeez. Um, but anyway, anything, any last things you want to talk about as far as the Mothman goes? I, I know this is a shorter episode, but I, I wanted to talk about it because I know, Ray, your fascination right. with it all. Well, I mean, the thing about the Mothman is like it was there was a lot of, of detail that we really didn't even touch on. Well, I mean, go into a little bit of it. Well, I mean, I'd have to look it all up. It, yeah, there are. I mean, there's a lot of experiences people have had. Yeah, there's a lot of things that happened after the Mothman sightings that happened to John Keel and all that. that a lot of witnesses, too, yeah. that have seen the. I mean, like too. the reason why the 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 men in black are around is because like after John Keel went to Point Pleasant and like started writing the book and stuff. I mean, he was getting visits from like yeah. He he described them as like men in black, but he said they were like all white, had no lips, had oh, no discernible yeah. features. Like it almost looked like their lips were drawn on, mm-hmm. and like their eyebrows were drawn on. They just looked like just white figures with glasses. And, on and, and now were they all associated with the Mothman? Or no, was they were just telling him they things. they were like look. Whatever you're doing, you need to fucking stop. Yeah, you'd have you them as like government up. entities yeah. at that time. Now, whether or not they actually are with the government, men in black is a whole different topic that needs to be discussed because oh, it's and, and weird. We, and we will get there on yeah. a future yeah. episode. But, you know, talking about John Keel and they're saying, hey, you need to shut up and whatever. We're experiencing some of that today. Like, oh, well, yeah. we do have a whistleblower that talks about yep. this, saying that he's got some stuff that's... Um, and the thing about a him lot is of it's nobody is saying that he's lying. 
lying except for people who are paid to say that he's well, lying. It's these rich old old people that are saying, "Hey, he's full of crap." Like the dude, We'd the dude, to the it. the main dude. I can't remember his name. The main guy that's saying that Richard uh, was a Gresh, Richard Grosh, Grosh. David, Cr- David Crush, yeah, or Grush, yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 but yeah. um, the the main guy that's saying that everything he's saying is a lie is like a well known anti UFO. Like he goes to the anti UFO yeah. conventions, yeah, right, and speaks. So like, if you're that adamant, where you actually go out of your way, you to, become equally non credible at right. that point. Yeah. That's the problem with and, stuff is like you can't just shut down everything all the time. When or, you think about these whistleblowers too, like there's there's a lot of them that uh, it costs them a lot. It yeah, costs yeah. Them their livelihood. Well, I mean, it costs them their. Comfort. I mean, we talk about all the time with Travis Walton. Look at what it did to him after his experience. I mean, okay, say say we leave this studio and you see an UFO and better yet, you even film it and it looks detailed. You would still question whether or not you want to release right. that publicly because yeah. you're going to get you're going to get crucified for yep. it basically. Well, yeah, and they're going to tell you that it's fake, it's too detailed. There's nothing but, you uh, could do to make them And not to mention like if it is real, the government's going to come talk. Yep. They're going to have a little chit-chat with you too. Yep. So, you're going to get harassed from everybody from people who want to believe from people who don't want to believe and for the people who don't want anybody to know. Well, you know, there was a, uh, there was, I can't remember what, which one it was, but there was a documentary where it was talking about UFO sightings and how this lady for years didn't say anything because of that very thing. Yeah. Um, and it all happened in the same span of each other, the same area. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of what that was. I can't remember. She didn't speak up. So it, it makes you wonder how many people out there are experiencing things well, like the uh, man like UFOs. Well, um, it's like the story of uh, I think his name was Stan Roman Romanek. Uh, he had a documentary called Extraordinary. He claimed that he was being harassed by aliens. Like he had been, he had had so many UFO sightings in his life. I mean, it was like dozens where he would just pull out his camera and film, and there'd be like three dots. In the same sky. as Whitley, yeah, Shriver, Whitley Schreiber, yeah, Schreiber, yeah. But um, but uh, Stan Romanek one time he had like security camera footage of like a beam coming down and like scorched the side of his house and like burn the side of his house and he said that he saw the footage and the next morning he went out there to film in the daytime yeah. stuff and there was already a, a, a crew out there taking the paneling off the side of his house and redoing it and they said yeah the owner of the house that you're renting called us and told us so he called them and they were like we don't know what you're talking about but they were already out there removing the paneling mm-hmm. and fixing it and everything so they could take that paneling yep. back so and they could take that paneling it. back well, and he the- ended up and and he ended up now this is where the story gets kind of tricky is he ended up i think he's on trial or he got convicted of like having some naughty stuff Dang, but, man. but at the same time you don't know whether it, was true it could have been or, planted right, it could have exactly. been planted to make so, him look like he's so to discredit yeah if you want to discredit somebody there's no easier way than to get them to put it be put on trial for something that they didn't do and make no mistake the government watches this stuff if that's not enough proof for you yeah. they're paying attention yeah and that's scary because if you think about it it's like what what is out there that we don't know exactly and, and yeah. why are they hiding it and exactly. my thing is is, is you know is even with all of this stuff that's coming out it's still only the stuff that they're letting us know yep. about. they're not telling us everything they can claim that it's all going to be open to the public but it's going to be whatever we will let you and that's the release. thing right is like that's why they 
pay attention to it is because they do know something that we don't and they're making sure that we only know certain things because the what's the better actually, way to control information if you're the one giving it right the people who actually know all of the real secrets like like your 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 uh, like bob lazar yeah yeah look at like when he was filming his documentary like within days of starting he was her, he was raided by the fbi twice you know what and that's a good point too that josh was talking about is like if you have power you have influence you have the money you kind of control the narrative how much information yeah. you control the narrative for sh- sure and you control how much information's out how much you want to be out yep. how much you want to be concealed yep. and that's a that's a very scary thing because there's again like i said before there's probably countless people that maybe did make claims that were told you better shut your mouth oh yeah you and better not tell oh, this yeah. portion of what's going on well uh, since you've said it to a group of people we'll allow you to say this much but mm-hmm. you better not say this portion of it well think because, about it you man. know it, it's if any of it is real if there's a sliver of truth to anything that anybody experiences all of it falls in the realm of national security yep which makes it where they will make it classified forever you'll never know about the it. people who who have legitimate alien encounters and exactly most of them are not saying anything that's why when we have all this new uap stuff and they're being more open about it now publicly than I think really ever. Ever, yeah. Do you, At do the you same think, time, though, what are they going to tell us? But do you think they're doing that to kind of condition us to where yes. once they do yeah. release information, of Absolutely. we're kind of used this to what But the, at the same time, they're not going to what are they going to tell you? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't think, I think the reason why they're allowing some of the stuff to come out now is because is becoming, because of social media, the age of social media. If they don't control a, the narrative, it's going to come out. Well, right. And it's a lot harder to hide it Yeah. because you have people with cell phones now that have high tech cameras that anything that they see out, out in the skies or otherwise, they can record it and, and post it within seconds. Now it's harder to control their narrative. So I think that's why they're allowing eventually of information yeah. to come out because eventually somebody is going to see something that is going to match up with something that's already yep. existing that is under classified documentation and a part of our national security because think about it if we're trying to reverse engineer any of this stuff and gain new technology that is dangerous for us to let the world know about yep. right well yeah especially other countries if they exactly yeah exactly yeah so the yeah when in, a, in an age of social media where everybody knows everything and it's at their fingertips you have to be able to control that narrative if you don't if you don't just say if you don't say anything that's not the way to go yeah <laughs> well and uh then we go to the flip side we talk about the mothman again you have a lot of people talking about it in an area and it's a huge fucking deal imagine yeah in the entire world uh, right. talking about the same thing i think all of our focus being on that you're going to have it's going to be an out of exactly. control situation situation exactly so right now it's it's fitting its own narrative and coincidentally enough you can kind of just let it ride even if it is real yeah where it is but if imagine if that same kind of attention went globally if it's globally it's all over that they won't be able to control right because there's other countries at play there's other what the hell was that i have no idea i heard it but i don't know what it is if there's if it's globally you have all these countries everything like that and, and then governments of those countries it's game over like uh, who knows what would happen next. Yeah. But anyway, 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. It was pretty cool to talk about Mothman and everything else. Make sure that you check out our, our sponsors, aliensodacompany.shop uh, for everything out of this world, coffee mugs, all kinds of cool merch, shirts, um, mouse pads. There's a really cool like there's a, a ton of mouse pad. I mean, we're not even with. mentioning everything. There's a, yeah. a ton of you selections. Have to go, you of have stuff. to go check it out. They yeah. have anything all kinds you want. of stuff. Aliensodacompany.shop. Go check them out. Use code searchers for 10% off every time that you order there. Uh, Go show your support. They really allow us to do what we love and we really appreciate them. So aliensodacompany.shop. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Paranormal Mind podcast. And until the next one, searchers out. See you. See you guys. 